Welcome to The Gen Z Journey, where we work with you through an entrepreneurial lens to build a wholesome perspective on life and build both our business and personal dreams together. Join our community on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Gen Z Journey. Okay, so hello and welcome to another Gen Z Journey podcast. You're joined today by myself, Yadira is co-hosting with me, and you're joined by my bosses here at Joya Yoga. Um, they're wonderful individuals. I can't wait to bring them on and talk about kind of their background of, of where they started with Joya um, and kind of where they're taking it. But without further ado, I think we'll get them to just give a little introduction of who they are as individuals, and then we'll jump into the main body of this podcast. Man, I don't know. I don't like. A, I don't know if I like referring, being referred to as a boss. <laughs> <laughs> so much pressure. Uh, no, uh, you know, my my name is Razi. Uh, my wife and I own Joya Yoga Studios. We're uh, excited to be here. Rio, uh, I, I don't want to say Rio works for us, uh, but actually Rio's learning with us. So he's uh, he's been a good partner with us, and he's been uh, helping us out on the front desk operations side of the business as far as Joya Yoga is concerned. So we're excited to have him here and then excited to be part of this podcast. Uh, we started Joya Yoga about in 2014 as a, as a hot yoga studio only. And shortly thereafter, we expanded it to uh, five locations, almost going on six right now. And then we added an online studio due to the COVID pandemic. So trying to adapt with the times and get things going and just... Uh, Excited and kind of honored that you let us, uh, you, you allowed us to come in here and do a podcast with you. Us old guys know something every now and then. Experienced. Experience. Us experienced guys know something every now and then. So I'll let, the, I'll let Deanna introduce herself. So Yeah, my name is Deanna She's Hastie. my boss. <laughs> I like that. No. Um, my name is Deanna Hasney, and uh, we started uh, yoga about six years ago now. My journey started with, you know, um, in my younger years, trying to just figure out what I wanted to do. And I've done a little of everything. And uh, when I did my first yoga class, I just kind of knew this was my essence. This is my, where my path is going to lead me. It was really crazy. After my first yoga class, I just had this vision that I want to open this yoga studio. It took many years to plan for it and, and prepare and open. And I haven't looked back since then. We have bigger plans. And um, I'm just very excited to be where we are today. And that's been one of the, the big things for me since I've arrived and been part of the, the team here, a part of the tribe, has been great just seeing and being part of such a, we have such a culture here I feel like and it's so hard not to get caught up in it and just really enjoy the experience whether you're working here whether you're a student here whether you're a teacher whether you own own Joya it's just you're all part of one big family and, and that is an amazing thing to be part of and can be applied I think to, to many other businesses whether it be yoga whether it be you know a coffee shop it can be anything and, and it's really exciting to be a part of and so I wanted to ask you guys why why did you start uh, Joya and what was the really motive behind it? Like, why did you want to go on this kind of entrepreneur journey? What what motivated you to do that? So I think each one of us would have probably a different answer for you on that one. So I'll let, I'll let Deanna answer hers first because she's really the reason. Uh, the spiritual journey and the spiritual part of Joya really kind of is, was set in stone uh, by Deanna's vision and Deanna's thinking. So I'll, I'll let her answer. <laughs> uh, well, Joya started, uh, again, I was in the search for, for many years of my life, just kind of searching and what I wanted to do. I had plans of school and, and uh, going to school and, and going to medical school, and then it was business, and then it was my master's. It, it just didn't, nothing felt right. I was, you know, in my journey of working for a um, really amazing corp uh, corporation and, um, you know, really making good income, being successful. But it just, like, it wasn't satisfying my soul. Mm. And so as I was going on with my career, in the back of my mind, I was very open to, well, what if I really find something that I absolutely love and have that passion? 
And so throughout my life, I've tried different things, but you know, I was successful at it and I did great at it, but it didn't satisfy that, that craving that I have, that longing for something deeper. And like I mentioned before, I took my first yoga class and it was during the time, it was like a rough time in our lives that I took that first class and there's something clicked, something clicked that I wanna do this. It helped me so much in my life that I'm like, I wanna continue this, I wanna pass what it did for me in my life, at that moment of my life that I was, that I wanna help as many people get to that place. And I thought, what better way to experience what I experienced and to share it to as many people as possible. So it started with an idea, and, and I'm like, well, maybe I'll be successful and maybe I'll make money, but that wasn't the end goal. The end goal was that I wanna help people the way it helped me. And so I think, you know, that's the most important thing, I think, when you're starting a business is that if it, you do it for the right reasons, right? And the money will come. That's been our motto all of our lives. You do it with your heart and you do it with passion, you know, and you're, you're gonna be successful. And the success, money will follow success, you know? And that's, that's how Joya started. We started with one and, and we're growing and, and we're a young, young company, but, but we have a bright future. I'm, I see the future as being even brighter. And so this journey of just starting um, as a business owner has just evolved and so much bigger than what we were expecting, you know, and, and, and it's fantastic and we're open, we're open to where it's gonna lead us in the future. And I just wanted to jump on that as well. You really beautifully highlighted the difference between like, you were going down that career path, really working and striving to, to work hard in, in a corporate and in a job, and then you found yoga and, and where that led you. And what was the, could you just summarize, I think you did in there, but could you just summarize for me what that real difference was? Like what, because a lot of people would, to suggest you know by society that that path you were going down is happiness right that's what we're set up to to, to do um and go down so why what was difference between that and then really finding genuine happiness with yoga like where how was that so different i think asking each person's different right knowing what happiness means for you mm. if it means just a good career which i had a good paying career with all the benefits you know, if that's your happiness, then yeah. And by society's definition, that's that's what people strive for. But I think for for certain of us, or I think for most of us, maybe there. I think certain people don't challenge themselves to ask, is 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 that my real true happiness, right? And so I think I was always asking myself, what is it that I really want? What really makes me happy? And I thought it was a good career, which I had. But when I got there, I just didn't feel satisfied. I think I was just longing for that deep satisfaction, like where something just touches my soul. And I didn't stop until I found it. And I finally have found it, and, and it's just, it's amazing, and I'm That's excited. Incredible. That's incredible. No, I think it's important. What you touched on is, is very important. I think finding your true happiness, finding what you really want to do. But more important than that is, is being open in your journey. A lot of... Um, youngsters, <laughs> Gen Zers maybe, or Gen Xers, or whatever it may be, uh, you know, they go to school for one thing, and they graduate with a Bachelor of Science, let's say, in Business Administration, or Biology, or History, or Political Science, and they go on for their MBA studies, or whatever, or, you know, higher education studies. But the most important thing to remember is an education is just that, it's a discipline, right? So one of the things that you can't do in this environment specifically is corner yourself to one pathway of thinking, regardless of what you want to do, right? So whether you're, whether you've done you know, a certain, you know, find your passion regardless of what it is, right? So just because you have a degree or an education or a background or experience in this doesn't mean that you're going to succeed, you know, that you can't succeed in anything different. You have to be open and receptive to being able to kind of flow with, 
you know, flow with you know the the the, the, the water, whichever way the winds blow, right? So and and make sure that you understand. So. We, we both of us, like our, you know, I, I graduated with a biology degree, microbiology degree. So, but I, uh, you know, with the intention of going on to medical school and everything else. But for me, my true happiness was in business and making sure that, you know, we, we take something small and create something and, and, you know, take it to the next level. And, sit, you know, and I started working with a, a corporate organization, much like hers, uh, where I honed my skills and I learned a little bit more about customer service and how to manage big corporations and how to manage big accounts and, and deal with that. And then, you know, kind of graduated myself there to a leadership position in the company. And then shortly thereafter, decided that the best thing for me to do is, was uh, after I met her and following her lead was to kind of help her with her endeavors as far as opening the, her first yoga studio. Um, and when we did that, I, I, I realized how important it is to be, you know, how awesome it is to kind of chart your own path, right? And so, and, and not have to rely on, on somebody writing your paycheck for you or, or somebody else telling you what to do, how to do it, and when to do it. So for me, I, be, I wanted to be able to chart our own path and, and then create something that's going to last beyond, uh, well, beyond, beyond us, you know, ultimately. You know? So make sure that we leave an impact on our, on our society and our community and help our community in a way that uh, we leave a mark on it. You know? mm -hmm. And that's, that's the purpose behind Joya. Regardless, you know, there's tons of little stories and nuances there about how we really started. Uh, but the story is to try to leave an impact on our community and make sure we make positive change, specifically and especially during times like these where there's political uncertainty and this pandemic that's going on around us and all these things where people have to come to a safe place where they can feel safe and where they can feel like you know, they can um, uh, be the best versions of themselves they possibly could be, whether it's outdoor, online, or, 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 uh, you know, or in the studios. So we put all that together in a package called a Joya because <laughs> Joya, is a, Joya is about happiness, right? Yeah, so. the name? What is the name? The story behind the name. Um, so, so we started out as Bikram Yoga. That's a very specific type of yoga that I started with. And so the first, um, the first two years, it was just strictly Bikram Yoga. We're doing one type of yoga. And then we slowly started, as, as I learned in, in my yoga journey, as I adventured into other yogas, I realized, you know, one type doesn't fit all, right? So we started incorporating other types of yoga and Pilates, and then we kind of grew from that Bikram name because we were so much more than just a Bikram studio. So um, we had this little competition with our members who would come up with the name, and, and at the same time, we were, you know, coming up with names ourselves. And so none of the names really resonated with me. And then I there were a few playing. really good ones. There was a, there yeah, were a few had, really good really ones, really yeah. Good ones. But I was playing, um, then I, nothing was really resonating. So I started playing with the word joy. I'm like, what does, what does the studio bring us? And it bring, joy kept coming up. So I played around with the word joy, and then adding an A just had a better tone to it. So that's how Joya came about. But um, you know, I'm originally from Afghanistan, so I told my dad. Uh, he said, "Did you guys come up with the name?" I said, "Yeah, it's Joya." And he was just like, "Wow, that's a great uh, Farsi word." And I'm like, "What do you mean? That's, I just came up with that word." He's all, "No, Joya in Farsi means somebody who's longing for something." No. Way. Yeah, yeah, it was that's just incredible. Yeah, yeah, so so it was just really amazing, and um, and in Spanish it means jewel. Yeah. So it just like I, I I thought it was just like a made up name, but it actually has. And I'm like, that's when he told me that the night was like, it sealed the deal. I'm like, it's Joya, it is. <laughs> so she, she brings up a really valid point and a really good point is that, you know, believe and trust in the universe, right? No matter what it brings and have faith that whatever it is, that if you keep that positive vibe and that positive energy and, and you attract whatever comes your way 
right? And however, how, whatever comes your way is meant to be because you attract those vibes, right? So for us, we never planned Joya or Joya or the meaning of Joya or anything, but it just landed in our lap. And that's how, and that, and that's how, you know, that's how we, that, that's how really we run a lot of our operation. It's not that we don't do market studies and, and evaluate the business side of it, but a lot of it has to do with just vibe, man. I mean, honestly, it's just vibe. Like your vibe attracts your tribe. It's true. It really is true. Like just if you vibe in the right direction, if your energy flows in the right way, uh, the rest will happen, and you don't have to worry about the small little details. It's good to be, you know, you, you always have to keep your eye on, you know, your eye on the prize and focus and. That's what I like to do, <laughs> but but at the end of the day, it's just about vibe and about energy and about making sure that we uh, you know we set that we set that happy place where people can come, and that's happiness. Absolutely, and I mean I work with you guys on a regular basis, so it's easy for me to see that. But having just met these guys and just met Razi and Diana, how how does that come across to you? Does that come like with with the studio that we're in uh, and the way in which they speak about joy? Does that come across to you? Oh, it's like it's amazing the the significance that this company has for you guys and like everything that you want to bring to it for like the members to enjoy I love hearing about that and you know like like we all said I didn't know anything coming into this I've done yoga in high school and like that's all I've done and then I've continued like through the gym a couple times but I never I never was like in a studio like this where it's like you know like you said the vibes mm -hmm. everything it's like all about just like how it like growth and and you know betterment of yourself and yeah. I like it. Yeah, yeah, man. I really enjoy it. Yeah. Vibe attracts your tribe. Yeah. <laughs> so true, man. It's so true. That's old folks, experienced folks. No, no thing or two. Uh, but no, cool. It's and I'm, I'm glad to hear that from you because I think this is the first time you ever walked into the studio. Yeah, so I'm super excited to hear that from you. That means that we set the right tone. So cool, man. She's taking, a, she's taking your sound sound. Oh, the sound. Oh, oh that's right. Oh, you yeah, came. Yeah, yeah, you did the offsite oh, class. Was, yeah, that was really yeah, exciting. Yeah. That was my first time ever doing that. It oh, was fantastic. super cool. Yeah. Yeah, in the business world you know, you have very like left brain, right brain people, right? So a lot of times in business, you know, um, spiritual, spirituality and, and energy is seemed as something like, oh, you know, those hippies, you know, yeah. do that yeah. kind of stuff. But it's really cool for us to really bring that into a modern business. You know, we do energy work, we, I set intention for the studio, and it goes a long way to, um, I, I see it as going hand in hand, uh, but I think, with the younger generation, people are noticing that more and they're open to that. And so obviously you guys feel the difference when you walk in, but that's all intentional as well. Mm -hmm. So um, I think with, with the younger folks, it's really important to be open. You don't have to be just like, you know, spiritual and then, or just business. You could definitely, you could mix the both. And it's, I think it's, when you mix the both, you find that balance, it's, it's beautiful, magic can happen. Mm. I definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's, and. I find that with a lot of other things as well. Spirituality and business is sometimes people keep them separate, but kind of, and I wanted you to speak on this particularly, Razi, is that amalgamation of, of just wor letting worlds kind of collide together rather than keeping everything separate. I find that as, as a young person, for some reason, we feel like we're encouraged to do that or like you, should, you keep your friends separate and your family separate and all of that. But I found some of the most happy people is where 
all of that just just collides into one because then they're not even they're not working they're not playing they're just always having fun you know they're just always excited for the day the, the, the main one of the when we expanded this studio to add uh, other modalities as well and uh, the other half of the studio here specifically in this in the Livermore location we we hired um, we we hired a program developer and a program writer that's going to kind of develop and write programs specifically tailored for Joya and as we as we started going down that path a lot of the stuff that you're talking about here and we're talking about is we decided that we want to merge a lot of the Eastern philosophies, ways of life, you know, meditations, things like that with the Western views and Westerns, Western methods. You know, that's why you saw at some point you'll see aerial yoga combined with uh, steel maces or you'll see, you know, uh, cycling combined with meditative, meditative technologies, right? Or uh, we'll end, the majority of our classes will end with a meditation regardless of whether it's a weightlifting class or whether it's you know, a cycle class. A lot of them will stop and then we'll end, the, we'll end the class with a meditation. And it's really good to ground yourself and make sure that regardless of where, where you come from, what your background is, who you are, what you've done, and that, you know, fitness and wellness, Joya is a level playing field where regardless of where you've come from, what your background is, you know, the, the, all, all of that, all of those traditions and, and those previews and judgments are broken here, right? So you can be in a class sitting next to an attorney or sitting next to a doctor, sitting next to a mother or a grandmother, and the level and the playing field is level. That means that you're all going for the same thing, that for your health, for your fitness, for your mind, for your body. And that's, that, that, that brings people together, Spe specifically in, you know, during times like these. There's no greater equalizer than a hot room or than an exercise, you know, than, or, or than a set of exercises you're trying to do outdoors or whatever, because at that point, it, it really doesn't matter. We all bleed the same blood and think, you know, our, our, and, 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 you know, we're all humans. So th that is the greatest equalizer uh, that, that, that I see. And that's part of the reason why I love doing what I do, too, is, you know, my whole life is, you know, our whole lives is we've been bridge builders. You know, so I've, I, I grew up all over the world. I spent my childhood in Tunisia, uh, you know, a little bit in France. I came here to Texas, and then I went from Texas, I came to California. So my whole life, I was kind of torn between Eastern and Western philosophies. And, you know, when, as soon as we started Joya and bringing a lot of these ideas to fruition, it brings me a lot of happiness when I come in and, and see people, you know, talk about meditation the way that they talk about it and, and understanding breathing techniques in addition to how to pound a 15-pound 15, you know, 15 <laughs> kettlebell and, and all that kind of stuff, right? So it's really important. Or, you know, the, or the high intensity interval training stuff combined with you know meditation and you know uh, calm calm you know calm mind calm bodies things like that so those are those those are important technologies that we should fuse together and use and, and keep them together rather than separate yeah and, and I wanted to touch on that development really quickly of Joya so what, what year was Joya founded so we started uh, so we signed our lease for our first location in 2014 uh, we started the hot yoga studio and by the time we built out the studio it took us about nine months so 2015 is when we opened in july uh, and that's really when we use that's our birthday july 2015. we started as a hot yoga studio specifically but then joya evolved a year later when we added a lot of when we started adding our locations and we started bring, bringing in a lot of different modalities and then the vibe switched from not just you know hey this is this is hot yoga this focus on these 26 postures to breathing exercise which is excellent it's just it's an awesome form of uh, it, it's great but then we figured ourselves that it's a lot for us it was a lot more about just the hot yoga it was more about bringing cultures and communities together and leaving a, a significant impact on our community where people can come feel happy and heal and all that kind of cool stuff right and, and how 
just highlight that development because for me when you told me that it was just I, I went home and told my dad straight away because I was like this is this is incredible of from that 2015 you added a studio pretty much every year it was it was natural to tell you the truth it was really natural and it was a lot of it was uh, your vibe attracts your tribe we never we never sought we never went and sought the growth. The growth came to us uh, in, in the form of opportunities. So we had a friend of ours that was struggling in Dublin and was trying to you know, figure out a way to make his business better. And we came in and helped him and then took over the business. He needed a way out. So we took the business from him, took over the lease and, and, uh, and expanded thereafter. Then thereafter, we, we, and we turned that operation from a struggling studio to a successful studio. Um, and the, the product spoke for itself, really. So a lot of our, you know, a lot of our members were happy. The, a lot of our industry started seeing what we were doing. And so you know, we, our San Ramon studio was the same way. They got a hold of us saying, hey, can you come and help us out? Applied the same model. Our Castro Valley studio applied the same model. Then after that, we had a successful base. And we expanded this operation here from uh, you know, the, the, the small 3,000 square foot studio to now over 8,000, almost 9,000 square feet. Or with three with three practice rooms, and then uh, we're in the process of building out our, our sixth studio and second studio in Dublin, which is going to be hopefully our flagship premier studio, and we can use that to launch into our uh, into our um, franchise ideas and what we want to do for our franchise ideas. But you know, uh, as in everything else that life, you know that you know, as, as in everything else that happens in life, you have to be able to adapt and you know make sure that you're able to go with the flow. So, you know, regardless of what the pandemic has happened with us and whatever it is, we always set our business up to make sure that we can withstand, um, we can withstand a certain amount of impact, right? So it is, it's difficult. We took a big hit with the pandemic, but I think we take solace in the fact that, you know, we, we, we didn't uh, overextend ourselves ever. Uh, we made sure that we had enough reserves to be able to withstand some of the, uh, some of the impacts that it's had on us. And uh, you know, and, 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 and have faith, have you know, be positive about the idea that at the end of the day, that all will be well and everything will be okay, and uh, we'll come out as a better, we'll come out better and stronger. You know, so we still have plans. We're still expanding our operations and making sure that we're ready for it. We've added our, uh, you know, online studios, which is super exciting. Joyous Soul TV, that's really awesome. You can be anywhere in the world. Sign up for JoyousSoulTV.com. <laughs> Sorry, that's my shameless plug. Yeah, JoyousSoulTV.com. <laughs> It's online, so you can. Get, it's online. It's web. It's you can. Uh, we're launching our app, uh, our apps actually tomorrow, so you can have your mobile app on your phone, on your Android, Roku TV, Apple TV. Uh, you can get it on your laptop. So joyasoultv.com. Yeah. Twenty Four, bucks a month. Twenty bucks a month, and it's free two weeks. So try it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm curious about like what you, what classes, or kind of like uh, you know the workouts you guys do, because I remember when like. Rio first started working here, he told me it was just like a yoga studio, and I was like, okay, so it's just yoga, you know. And then once he sent me a picture of him in the cycling room, and I was like, okay, so it must be yoga and cycling, but now you're saying like weights and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. Like you, you offer a variety. Yeah, we do, we do different types of yoga. So we do hot yoga, non-heated yoga, and in yoga there's different styles, so like vinyasa or yin or bikram. Um, so we, we definitely do yoga, and then in addition to yoga, we do head classes. Um, so with 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 weights and with weight, weights and without weights, mm -hmm. uh, we do uh, Pilates fusion, where it's Pilates based principles using um, hit and um, and in addition to that, we do which is very unique to at least this area in the Tri Valley. Nobody else is doing it. Aerial yoga, where you use um, the hammocks and you use the silks to get a deeper stretch. Um, it's also really fun. You do a lot of inversion because not everybody's able to do inversions. So, for example, the air, using the aerial silks, everybody could go upside down and get all the benefits of.
being inverted. Mm -hmm. uh, we do cycle classes, as you mentioned, and um, and variety variety of other types of classes like meditation, and um, and and the list just keeps going on. Oh, the, the strength training classes. We got to talk about. You, you want to see some really cool stuff come in during this Joya Strong class? You'll see like you'll see women stringing steel maces. Have you ever like have you ever worked out with a steel mace? It's the coolest tool, man. It's like a long metal tube, and then at the end of at the end of the tube is a, like a little ball at the end of it. And the weight displacement is it's an eastern it's an eastern practice. A steel mace was used by by uh, Persian wrestlers way way back in the day to train, or Persian warriors way way back in the day to train for to train for uh, for war, basically to be soldiers. But its effectiveness is evident even today, like in, in, in because of the way that the ball is shaped at the end of the steel mace, and the displacement of the ball can actually make you feel like you're lifting heavier than what you really is on top of it movement so a lot of our like strength training stuff and high intensity interval training stuff is proprietary to us and that's the coolest part about joya too is that we've 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 been able to assemble a team of very highly motivated and successful and and creative creative uh very creative that's the key is creativity creative uh trainers that can put together programs like these that are unique in the industry uh, and you wouldn't be able to find them anywhere else really Sounds amazing. Yeah. 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 Joyousoultv.com. <laughs> yeah. So no, it's 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 uh, it's really cool stuff. Lots of really cool stuff. So yeah. And then and, and and it's like Deanna said, if you want the you know, if you're looking for just that high intensity, the hit class where you just want to get out there and do your thing, we've got that too. The cardio class. I think so. the difference between Joya is, um, especially as as we're getting a little older, we realize you know you, you can't just more experience. Um, it, you know, there's some people who just strictly do yoga, and there's some people who do strictly just str uh, strength training. And for our, our philosophies, to have a really healthy mind-body, you need a combination. Mm -hmm. You can't just do weight training without stretching, without yoga. You can't just do yoga and be flexible and not strong. So our philosophy is about mixing all the different modalities to have to be in the best shape, not just physically, but mentally, you know, with, with the Eastern philosophies of incorporating meditation. So um, we believe in the wholeness of all the different modalities to give you the best experience. I need to work on my stretching now. <laughs> yeah, you guys. Uh, one of the other things that we do too here is, and you probably haven't experienced it yet because we're still kind of on a semi-lockdown. We're still doing outdoor classes only. But uh, as we open back up, a lot of the things that we also do are, are, are workshops where we we will bring in experts from you know from all sorts of like nutritional you know nutritional disciplines, and we'll talk about some crazy stuff like you know ayahuasca and what a, Wim Hof and like all these things that people don't normally see in the general you know mainstream thinking of of, of fitness and wellness, but. Uh, bring a different perspective. So a lot of people will look at it and say, ah, I thought it was weird, but now I'm like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like putting yourself in an ice bath for like, you know, two minutes every morning is going to change how your body reacts during the day and it's going to calm you down. It's going to strengthen your immune system. And you're like, that was weird looking at that guy dumping in the ice bath, but ah, oh, I get it. Yeah. Makes sense yeah, now. Yeah, I understand yeah. where it's coming from. You know, or nutritional stuff like Ayurvedic medicines and, and some of the stuff that's fasting. intermittent fasting and things like that where people will say, I don't know, man, you know, but then you start listening in on it. I'm like, holy cow, like, man, I, I, I laughed at her because intermittent fasting is not a new thing. Intermittent fasting has been around for thousands of years. And so, you know, we, we're multicultural. So I, I, I laughed at her. I'm like the Muslims way back in the day, till this day, fast during the month of Ramadan. Mm -hmm. And during the month of Ramadan, you fast from sun up till sundown, which is the Muslims and the Arabs and you know, whoever practices that religion have been doing it for thousands, of, over a thousand years. And now it's coming to light that, hey, 
this stuff really works. We can, if, we, if we fast from sun up to sundown, it cleanses our system. I'm like, see, I told you. They had something right. <laughs> they got something right. <laughs> so. And as we begin to wrap things up here, then, I just wanted to, to touch on, on two more final. I've got one final question for you. But just before that, I just wanted to talk about how you have been through the this pandemic period, because you've been a great inspiration for me in just terms of, of how you've approached it with that, like you said, that positive kind of mindset, just still attracting those people. And But how, is, how have you guys kept going through this time? You know, it's really difficult for everybody, and we, we really appreciate that, particularly for business owners at this time. Uh, it, it's really difficult. So how have you how have you gone through this time and, and what's kept you going? What's what's about Joya has just really kind of, you know, you still want to be doing your mission. You still want to be bringing this to the community and you're going to find every way you can. You know, what's what's kept that mentality there? She's my rock, so I'll let her answer it. She's my, <laughs> she's the, she's our strength. <laughs> well, I think, I think um, you know, uh, we're, even when we started Joya, uh, we really practiced um, law of attraction and that mindfulness, the mindset is the key to, I think, success in any business, right? As an entrepreneur, you're, you're willing to take those risks. You know, um, when you open a business, you know, everybody talks about the risks. So the risks are always there. But I think the mindset is really important. Yes, it's hard. Um, this pandemic has hit us in, in ways that nobody had ever expected to be shut down for now six months. Even Seven. As, a, um, as, as a business owner, you have reserves for maybe three months to six months. But, you know, so, uh, you know, everybody's being hit really hard, but I think the difference is, is having that mindset instead of, we could have kind of followed this lead of a lot of other studios. Well, we're just gonna shut down, we're gonna wait till what happens, see what happens. But for us, like failure is not an option. We're like, okay, let's get creative. And I think that's the difference is, is being creative in the situation that you're in because when you're, when you're in business, there's gonna be a lot of uncertainties. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of situations where you didn't plan for it. But the difference is how you react to those uncertainties, right? And a, a lot of it starts with a positive mindset. Yeah, we were scared in the beginning, just like everybody else. We were scared for a day, and the next day I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? <laughs> so we were literally, the shutdown happened. The next day we had a staff meeting. The following day we started, I'm like, let's just do online classes. We didn't wait a second. Um, so I think thinking outside the box and being creative is, is, is really important. And I think especially in this pandemic, all those businesses that were a little bit creative and kind of thought outside the box are, are doing okay. I don't think anybody's doing great at this yeah, moment. Yeah. Um, but I think just right now, just survival is just making sure that we at least survive and stay afloat until we open fully. And I, to answer your question, is all about the mindset, right? Mm -hmm. We could have been like, okay, uh, this sucks. We're just going to wait. There's nothing else we could do. Or you say, okay, well, yeah, it does suck. But how? We're, what are we going to do? How, you know, anything, right? Instead of, and we tried different things. We tried the online, um, and then we, our online continued getting better. We tried outdoor classes, and, and then we started perfecting that, you know? And so even in, in time of pandemic, we learned a lot. The things that we learned, you know, that we took from COVID and, and the learning curve during COVID, we're going to continue. And even when things open, like the outdoor classes were such a hit. People want those outdoor classes even when we actually open. The online classes, it opened at a whole new um, business for us. So, Joy TV. Yeah, Joy of Soul TV. So, so $20 a month. That's right. <laughs> Two weeks free. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's just for us. It's honestly, it's just, I think, our mindset. I think it's just staying positive. So two, so I'll add two things to that. Uh, one is, we, you're, again, I go back to your vibe attracts your tribe. We were blessed and lucky 
I don't want to say lucky, but the universe, that's, that's the way it just worked out because that's, how, that's the intention that we set, is we were surrounded by a group of really talented and great uh, team members who, were, who believed in us and believed in our vision and wanted to keep that going. And that was extremely important. We had a meeting the day that the shutdown was announced, and I remember looking around at our room and looking around, I'm like, guys, this is the path forward. The path forward's online and, and live streaming, and we need to do it right now. Like, we can't, we can't wait a day, we can't wait two days. We, we need to do it right now, you know, and that's it. So we took a day off, and the team coalesced, came back together, and we started filming, believe it or not, with, there's a little camera here, somewhere around here, with one little camera and, uh, and, and um, you know, and one little microphone like that and started shooting class, live streaming classes from then and the industry evolved and we started you know, building from there little by little and got to where we are right now with, uh, with Joy of Soul TV. Uh, second is a little bit of experience in history and I, I'll, I'll leave the, your viewers with that too because something that my father shared with me and I want to share with you guys too um, is that you know, there's, there's a Moorish general way back in the day, an army general who crossed, uh, who crossed the Spanish Strait, Gibraltar, Gibraltaric, mm -hmm. to invade uh, the southern part of Spain uh, in Portugal to basically establish a, uh, extend the empire to, into, that era, into that European region. And as he crossed that empire, he crossed with ships, like thousands of ships, right? As he crossed the, the strait, he crossed with thousands of ships. He landed at, on, on the shores and he burned all his ships as, as, of course, after all the soldiers disembarked, right? So it burned all the ships, and so the, the soldiers were shocked. They looked at him, and I'm like, you know, uh, General Tariq, what, like, why, would you, why would you do this? We can't go back home. So he looked at him, and it's like, you know what? The, uh, the, we can't eat, we can't do anything else. I'm like, here's, here's your thing. Your homes are behind you. You can't go back. Your ships are burned. The only path forward for you to eat and survive is go forwards. And they went on to establish a beachhead and, and kind of go forwards. And they had, they, survival was key. Failure is not an option, right? So you, there's no way for us to go back. Failure is not an option. So we have to take that mindset here and figure out a way to make this work, regardless. And history is on our side. I mean, regardless of what, what situation we're in, is if we take that attitude and look at that with the idea that we're going to create something that's going to benefit our, our, our community and help our community, failure is not an option. We're going to make it work, regardless. We'll figure out a way to do it. And that's been our motto. That's been our story, is that regardless of where we stand, regardless of where we are, uh, regardless of what cards we're dealt with, we'll figure it out. We're a team. That's what we're all about. And we'll, we'll try to incorporate different visions to make sure it works, right? Yeah. And that vision coupled with that, that huge motivation, I think, is just what attracts the, the vibe. You know, that's the positive thing that attracts the tribe of people. Yeah. I just love how you guys make an emphasis of like the mindset, yeah. you know, how it's so it's so easy to like look at a situation and get complacent and say, well, yeah. the situation is what's going to affect me, but you affect the situation. You are the one who, who's in charge of your life. And so the mindset, you know, the way you, you take in something is so important to move forward. Yeah. And I love that. I love that that's your, your main focus. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's huge. Well, I think that's perfect way to kind of begin to, to wrap things up. But we always have one final question that we leave people with. And that is, what do you guys want to leave people with? It's one thing that we'll get one from each of you of, of just one final message you want to leave the audience with and they can take from this podcast today. Uh, I'll start. <laughs> um, I think just what we talked about mindset, and, and that's really important. I wish I found the law of attraction um, at a much younger age than I did when I did because um, I think it would have changed a lot of things in my life. You know, um, meditation, uh, a lot of people think you have to be a certain age to start meditation. Meditation is just an amazing way to um, really find that mindset, to find what it is, what your true calling is, what your happiness is. Um, so you're, um, you know, it's not, you're never too young to start that, that 
kind of shaping your mind, right? And and finding what what it what is it? What what is your calling? And never never stop being curious, right? Never just never just accept well this is it, right? Never just I guess the word is never stop until you find your true happiness. I'll add to that. I think that's a, mindset is extremely important. I would say that's paramount. Uh, but second to that is flexibility. Be flexible. You know, it's like you're driving a car and they teach you an accident or accident preparedness and everything. If you're rigid and you have your hands on a steering wheel and you're rigid and you're just getting up and you hold on tight, you're going to break those arms. You're going to break bones. You're going to break. You're, you're going to get seriously hurt. But if you're loose, you have a better chance of coming out of there without any kind of injury. Same, same thing that happens in business is that if you're rigid in your philosophies or rigid in your ideas of what yoga should be or what fitness should be or what wellness should be or what business should be, you're going to get cornered into the idea that I can't do anything else. Your mindset is already set that, oh my, you know, this is the way it's going to be and this is how it's going to work. So you have to be a little bit flexible in your thinking and apply, apply that flexibility and be ready to move with how, you know, whatever, whatever comes your way. It's okay. Things are going to happen. You know, you're going to have you're going to have pandemics. You're going to have you know fires. You're going to have earthquakes. You're going to have you know business problems. You're going to have all sorts of craziness happening, you're right? 2020. You're going to have 2020. <laughs> you know, but honestly, if you have to tell me, if you have to ask me, and I'll, and I'll I'll end with this because it is a mindset thing. If you have to tell me, is 2020 the worst year you've ever had? I would I would tell you no. I'm thankful for 2020. In all honesty, at the end of the day, I am thankful for 2020. This online joyous old TV. We've been trying to do this for you know five years. 2020 forced us to be able to kind of compile it and put it together in a format we can present it well. 2020 also brought us together as a family. We started spending more time together. Sometimes a little too much time. <laughs> so, but sometimes, you know, that my wife would say that. I wouldn't say that. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, flexibility in your thinking and, and, and positive mindset is, is, uh, is paramount for sure. Absolutely, 100%. And, that, and that's what I see a lot of our youngsters right now is when they're out there and they're, you know, I think they, they look at 2020 that, oh, my God, I'm missing a graduation or I'm doing this or I'm not doing that. I'm like, you know what? It's okay. The, the best, I'll, I'll leave you with this. The best meme, I learned how to say meme the right way from, <laughs> meme the right, right way from Rio, actually from you guys. Uh, the best meme that I saw or a story that I saw recently was that somebody was, how, how much we're complaining about 2020, yet you compare that to somebody who was born in the 1900s who had to go through World War I at 1917, 18. Then shortly thereafter, they had you know, the, the, the economic meltdown that we had over here, the Great Depression, then World War II. Then you, know, you, then you had the Vietnam War, before that, the Korean War. So those people that were born during that time, man, they had it in rough. Yeah. That was rough. Mm. Like 2020, no, come with that. We, we got this. Come on. Yeah. You know? So that's, that's, what that's the kind of mentality that we have to, uh, we have to take going forwards. And it's okay. And I think and I'm excited about it because I think that we're coming out as, as a whole community, not just as a community. Let's get past the election first. But as a community, as a country, as, a, as we're starting to realize that it doesn't really matter what, what the color of your skin is, what your socioeconomic status is, where you come from in the world, whatever it is. COVID attacks everybody, <laughs> right? It doesn't matter. Young, old, sick, whatever it is. So it's been the greatest equalizer as well. So a lot of people are realizing that and understanding that we have to work together as a community, as a society, as a world, and keep that positive mindset, keep that flexible attitude, and, and come, out of 20, come out of this pandemic not just you know, 
a better Joya, but a better world, a better community. Um, and, and, and that's what I'm, that's what we're working really hard towards too, is we have to remind, and you guys, that's what we have to depend on you guys, all the youngsters for, is that we have to remind you guys, or you have to remind us that, hey, there's more to live to beyond just what's happening around us. And that at the end of the day, we're going to, we're going to get through this and, and, and we're going to come out better. We're going to come out stronger. And I can't wait to see what 2021 is going to look like. Mm -hmm. We still have a few months in 2020, but I can't wait to see what 2021 is going to look like. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a beautiful way to end. And, and I, I, need to, I need you at the start of every day. <laughs> um, but no, that was excellent. That was a, a brilliant podcast. We really appreciate your time. You can find this podcast over on YouTube if you're watching us. That's great. Um, if not, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, all of the other platforms. Go and read the article, sorry, from earlier this week, which is actually written by Deanna um, on uh, meditation and how that's related to kind of motivation and, and business and all that sort of stuff. So that's excellent. Go and have a read of that one. But thanks again so much for coming on. So we'll finish as we always do. Cheers, Cheers for now.